Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I am excited that you are hanging out with me yet on another Thursday for our slow series that we've been getting into. Now, I'm excited to talk a little bit about the topic today, but before we get started, I want to invite you to a free event that I believe you'll find encouraging that will strengthen your faith so you can experience the life God meant for you. Do you need some encouragement and practical tips to make this happen? Well, my friend Bryn Green is hosting a free online inspirational series called Faith in Action, Practical Strategies for Everyday Living where she has interviewed more than 23 experts on the topic, including yours truly. This is a perfect complement to our conversation here on the podcast about slowing down, eliminating hustle culture once and for all, so that we can hear from God and allow Him to lead. You can learn more about the event and save your free seat in the link I have in the show notes. That'll make it really easy for you to find. But when you join me and Bryn, you'll gain access to daily inspiration to live with joy and peace. It'll be a daily interview. So it's not this big, big, big summit event where it's just a few days. It's going to be 21 days with one inspirational message each day. You'll hear from daily expert interviews. You'll get practical and encouraging tips for how to deepen your own faith, tips for how to incorporate practical faith into everyday life, including free resources to make it happen. And you'll learn how to live each day joyfully and fully alive to the best version of you. So if you're ready to explore practical ways to deepen your faith and be encouraged to live life on purpose, all for the glory of God, then join me November 1st to the 21st for the Faith in Action online event. Again, you can find the link to register in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing you there. Now let's dive into our slow series. Here's where we're at right now. We are reading The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And I hope you're following along. I encourage you to pick up a copy to read along with me if you haven't already. And I really wanted to be bringing you short snippets of encouragement each week to finish our year out well. I invite you to join me on this journey of ruthlessly eliminating hurry. Now that doesn't mean you can't have goals and dreams. It doesn't mean stop everything you're doing. It means stop being so busy that you're always in a hurry. So far, we've talked about the fact that hurry is the enemy to spiritual growth. When we're living lives that are too busy, we don't have time to spiritually connect and grow. And the enemy knows this, and possibly one of the greatest enemies in our day is actually busy. We've also talked about where our time is going, especially now that we have so much technology on our side to help us out. It appears that the technology isn't really helping us slow down at all but rather it's making it so we can work more to try to get all the things done. 
Then I challenged you and me to take time out for a silent walk free of noise. This has been going okay for me. I am trying to, when I take my walk with my dog on Wednesdays, I have a friend who calls me, but usually I start walking a little bit before. And if I do, then I try and do it quiet without a podcast in my ear, without any music. And I just sit there in silence or I pray. And so that's been working for me pretty good. I'd like to do a little more of it, to be honest, but that's where I'm at right now. And then I challenged us to turn off the tech. Now, not completely because I know we live in a tech world where we need it, but in those short minutes of time when we find ourselves in the quiet, that's when I want you to think about turning off the tech or not turning it on. Now, for me, I've mostly done good with this as well. I find that it's enjoyable to try and challenge myself. Like as soon as there's silent and I start picking up my phone, I think about this and I'm like, ooh, do I really need to be looking at what I'm looking at? And then I put it away. And so I'm still a work in progress, but I'm definitely a lot better at it than I was before because I'm being intentional about it. And you remember how I said I'm working on not going through the drive through or the self-checkout line? I haven't really eaten out at all, so the drive through hasn't been a problem, but I caught myself in a, ch- a self-checkout the other day, and I was like, wait, next time I'm not doing this. So the next time I stood in line, only one person was in front of me, so I'm like, oh, this will be fine. And the cashier was so slow, and I had to laugh at God for that one. Thanks, God, for testing my patience here. <laughs> I, If you all know me well, you know I don't pray for patience. I try to have it, but I don't pray for it because otherwise I'm going to get tested in it. But here's the thing. In that slow line, I also didn't pull out my phone. I didn't get all up in arms about it. I didn't feel like I was in a hurry. I simply just waited. And it was nice. The slow felt good. And so that's a little of where I'm at so far as I'm trying to slow down in the year. I'd love to hear how these challenges are going for you. Feel free to hop into our free Simplicity and Motherhood Facebook group to share. It's the only place I am in the social world. It's the only place I hang out. So come in there. Let me know how it's going. You can also email me if you want to instead at info at GabeCoxCoaching.com. Now, if you're following along in the book with me, this episode correlates with the Something is Deeply Wrong chapter. Psychologists now have a label for what we're experiencing. They call it hurry sickness. We have essentially created our own disease. Here's the definition that I relate to. It's from an article in Psychology Today where they say that hurry sickness means a malaise in which a person feels chronically short of time and so tends to perform every task faster and to get flustered when encountering any kind of delay. Former me fits this definition to a T. Delays, even my kids coming into my office to tell me something flustered me because I felt like I was losing time. This just can't be. If I'm in too much of a hurry to stop for a minute and talk to my kids, something is wrong. Yes, I'm working from home has its challenges. And yes, I need good boundaries in place. And they really don't interrupt my work much. So ignoring my kids should not be a boundary I put into place. So how do you know? if you have hurry sickness. Rosemary Sword and Philip Zimbaro, authors of The Time Cure, put it this way. There are three ways to know you have hurry sickness. Number one, do you move from one checkout lane to another because it looks shorter and faster? 
And funny, I thought about that when I was standing in the checkout line that I mentioned a little bit before. And now we could actually rather say, do you immediately go to the self-checkout instead of to a human? Number two, do you count the cars in front of you and either get in the lane that has the least amount of cars or is going the fastest? I've noticed most days you don't really get anywhere much faster than that. I kind of chuckle when people speed past me and then I meet up with them at the very next light. But then I also cringe a little bit because I know I used to be that person. Number three, do you multitask to the point of forgetting one of the tasks? I'm raising my hand because I know I'm guilty of that. To take this a little step further, John Mark shares 10 symptoms of hurry sickness as well. As you hear them listed, make a mental note for how many of these symptoms you might currently have. Number one, irritability. Two, hypersensitivity. Three, restlessness. Four, workaholism. Five, emotional numbness. Six, out of order priorities. Seven, lack of care for your body. Eight, escapist behaviors. Nine, slippage of spiritual disciplines. Ten, isolation. How many symptoms do you have? Take a self-assessment. Go back 30 seconds to listen to the list again if you need to. Honestly, I'd say I have probably six of the 10, and that's even after working on this for some time now. Now, once you take the self-assessment, I don't want you to feel guilty about it. It's important for us to know where we fall so we can start to do something about it. I'm a six, and that's after working at it for a while. It's a process. It's not an overnight transformation. John Ortberg said, hurry is not just a disordered schedule. Hurry is a disordered heart. The good news, we can do something about it. It's not too late to slow the hustle. In the next few weeks, we're going to start exploring just how we can do this. So this week, I challenge you to take some time to consider which symptoms of hurry you currently have and ask God to work with you on reversing them. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time that we have together. And I thank you that we can reverse the hurry sickness inside each and every one of us. I pray that you will work on each of our hearts and help us to see which symptoms we have and then to really work at them and be intentional to reverse them, to sit with you and ask you how you want us to do that. What's our first step to this? What's our next right step? And I pray that you will just heal us of this hurry sickness and help us to take it slower and to really just dive into where you want us to go and what you want us to do. Yes, we all have full plates and that's okay, but we can also lessen that hurry and be able to have a heart for you. Thank you so much for being such a gracious and loving father. In Jesus name, amen. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.